to go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. Stand up tall. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. All right, you're listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. And you? I'm not fucking wanting apple seed. I'm not saying that I'm wanting <laughs> apple seed. Come on, I'm, do I'm it. drinking a beer. No, I'm do drinking it. a beer. I'm drinking a beer. I am not drinking tequila and apple juice, thereby called the Wani uh, Manzanilla seed. Is it manzana? What is an apple in? Apple in? is man- manzana. Manzana seed. Manzana. So he'd be wani manzana seed. And that is not what I'm drinking. I'm drinking a fine island lager, <laughs> longboard lager from from uh, Kona Brewing. I'm gonna again. I'm gonna pull the curtain back real quick on this, just right off the bat. We've discussed that we don't really pre-plan too much of this show. Nothing. Occasionally, we might be like, "Oh yeah, I want to talk about this." Like. Spoiler alert, we're going to talk about Thor Ragnarok uh, right? because we both watched it. But before we started this, good listeners, Brian Brian told me that he he, he was thinking about doing this Wani mm. Manzana Seed joke, yeah. and he decided against it. And I pleaded yeah. with him to do it, and he said he wasn't going to do it. So when the time came for him to introduce himself, he just stared blankly at me with a stupid shit-eating grin on his face. Well, there was <laughs> there was two things I was going to do. One, I was going to go with the Wani Manzana seed thing, uh, which I'm glad I went with because the alternative was to say I was a pocket pussy. And Whoa. that was going to just, yeah, see. Do we want to start the show that way? No. No, we want to ease people in with tequila and apple juice, not straight to plastic vaginas. And then right within a minute, jump straight to plastic vaginas. No, we're outside of a minute. We are at two minutes before we mentioned plastic vaginas. Anyway. If if you haven't come to it. Anyway, I didn't. You're welcome. (laughs) And here we are. Here we are. So it's been a minute. We actually took a month off there for the uh, basically. For Halloween. Well, it was for more than that. It was for most of the uh, the postseason there. I, I honestly, when I saw how good the Dodgers were playing, I just didn't want to talk to you during the Cubs-Dodgers series. That was probably a good move. And then I when, I saw, I the, and when I saw them lose the World Series, yeah. I wanted to give you a moment. I do want to point out, mm. um, I want to say for the last four to five months uh, mm. that we've been doing this here, you've been sporting a Dodgers hat every day. And now... Yeah, it's, I mean, season's over. What am I going to do? I'm not going to wear a Dodgers hat in the offseason. You're wearing weird. a Seattle's Mariners hat. It's it's yeah, still I don't a baseball a hat. Oh, it's still baseball. I'm not, not going to wear... Uh, you, I, I did you have a Niners... You're saying is you abandoned your team because they didn't win the series. No. It's the offseason. They're not playing. And, and the Mariners never play, <laughs> even during the season. So I can just wear the hat whenever. So the Mariners and, uh, hat is like the LBD of hats, is what you're saying. Pretty much. It's also the most comfortable one I have. I'm not going to lie. Those Dodger ones are a little tight. This this Mariner is loose. Like, it's been, you know, <laughs> plastic <laughs> pussied a few times. <laughs> uh, so it fits on the head nicely. Um, by the way, I just want to come out and say we're not being paid by plastic pussy. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> that we also, Brian be. does use it more often than Movie Pass. We should be using it. Um, 
What was I going to say? Oh, you were going to talk about a Niners hat or something? Because hats. No, hats. Mm. I have a Niners hat. I wear the Niners hat pretty frequently. Really? Even though they're definitely not playing. Did you know? Do you know what the name of the 49ers quarterback is right now? It ain't Kaepernick. No, it is not Colin Kaepernick. It's Alex Smith, isn't it? No, he's the Chiefs quarterback. Oh, he's with the Chiefs. I knew it was some red team. It is is a team with with red. Um, Do you know the name (laughs) of the quarterback? No. I know that he stands up. C.J. Beathard. Oh, that's right. I remember you talking about him. Do you know how you spell Beathard? B-E-A-T-H-A-R-D. Beat hard. hard. Yeah. C.J. Beat hard. And that that is a perfect summation for the Niners season this year. They're not just getting beat. They're getting beat hard. It's too bad his uh, his first name wasn't HJ. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? You're going to bring up Plastic Pussy twice in the first, like, four minutes, and you're going to so give me... Get, so we can get paid. What? No one's paying <laughs> us to talk about jerking off, man. I mean, we're just trying to get us paid here. Movie Pass didn't pay us. This is true. Still yeah. love it. Still, yeah, still love the shit out of it, but... <laughs> So what you drinking there today? I already said I'm drinking the Longboard Island Lager from Kona Brewing Company. Still not paid. Nice. Still not paid. Does this look familiar to you? Did you leave, did I leave it in the fridge? No, no, you didn't. But uh, it is a Deschutes Pine Drops uh, oh. IPA, and regular listeners of our show may remember that I was drinking one of these back in April or May. And oh. I'm still. I found this at the back of my fridge and decided to bring it in. It's do it's from then. Do you buy beer? No. So how does beer get in your fridge? I have functions at my at my residence, oh, and people bring people beer, bring and then it leftovers remain. This is a leftover, leftover, leftover. Like I don't we, know if beer expires, but this is pretty close. I would think. I mean. It oh wait, does. here we go. It has a Best Buy date. This is riveting, riveting podcasting, oh, isn't it? Yeah, so far. We're oh about fuck! This it. is Best Buy May tenth of twenty seventeen. We are half a year past that. I mean, how does it taste? We're getting a taste review, folks. I mean, it tastes like I would expect a Pine Drops IPA to taste. It's not bad. How many how many raccoons jizzing into a log would you say it tastes like? <laughs> Sorry, pandas. Pandas, not oh, pandas. Uh, yeah. Two. Two? Okay. I mean, that's nowhere near a six-pack of Mike's Hard Jizzrag Lemonade. No, not at all. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of movie pass and, and movies and such, I know sure. I know we both saw Thor. Um, before we get into that, yeah. uh, have you seen any other movies since we last did the old show I've here? been trying to go watch The Florida Project for like a week and a half, but uh-huh. just dad life has been getting in the way. So I nope. don't think it's dad life. I think there's some sort of a non-Thor curse. I think literally Marvel is using voodoo to drive moviegoers away from other movies because I have been trying for the same amount of time to go see Suburbicon. Mm. And I've had at least two, if not three different times where I literally planned it out. I was like, oh, sweet. I, I looked it up. I'm like, I'm going to go see this showing of it. And yeah. just when the time comes, I have this overwhelming urge to not. That Thor voodoo. I think it. I think it's Marvel voodoo. It Maybe really Ra- is. Ragnarok stands for fuck your other movies. That's what it means in Swedish. So you haven't seen any other movies then? No. Okay. It's just Thor Ragnarok. Oh, God. The, the Spanish porn show. parody writes itself. It really does. 
So before we get into actually talking about it, I have a spoiler-ish question for you. Dios de thunder. Sorry, I had to. Had to. <laughs> that, that is what they say, right, as he... As the donkey um, comes on with a blonde wig. You know, it's, it's the same, same, blonde, same wig. blonde wig. Yeah, from the <laughs> Star Wars thing. I like that if you listen to our podcast, you know our Mexican porn joke in jokes. Other listeners who have not maybe heard any other thing are like, why are they talking about a donkey with a wig? I just but you know what? It's worth the journey to go back and find out. It really is. Sure, folks. I feel like... You know, I was I was actually listening to our podcast, which I I do, and and my wife makes fun of me for it. She's like, "You listen to the sound of your own voice. You are the biggest narcissist I know." And I'm like, "Of course." Thank you. <laughs> occasionally, I'll go back and listen to our episodes just to see, like, mm, that worked, mm, mm-hmm. that not so much. And I was I, I I happened to listen to Big Dick Acting with Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> and which which featured the moment where we found out where Seth's line in the sand about blowing a dog is. <laughs> No, you then, can't blow a dog. Wait, you that can't, was the line in the sand. Right, wait, you, can you? you no, know. you can. But you do it can out of go, its ass, but not. You can. You can take a bong hit from its butthole, <laughs> but you cannot suck its dick <laughs> to get a to get a blonde hit, bong, bong hit. That's the standard that you live by. Yeah. Uh, and then also the Mexican porn parody episode of which we've had many, but the original one. I, I listened to those and I was like, our show is terrible, and I hope <laughs> no one listens to it. That's what. Uh, it, and so obviously I was going to open the show with Pocket Pussy and didn't. So we're learning. We're getting better. Barely. We're getting about two minutes better. Sure. So yeah. Thor, you saw it. Right. Saw well, it. my spoiler question. Does it count as a spoiler if mm. it is something that we hypothesize hypothe- might happen and didn't? Can we talk about what didn't happen, or is that yeah, I still? Think we, I think we could talk about what didn't happen in the movie. Okay. Sure. I mean, this like, unless this could like be the longest conversation ever. There was no cancer patient. No. Um, there was, there was no, no Tuesdays directly mentioned. That's true. Uh, no. The Downy Bear didn't show musical up. Musical numbers. No musical numbers. So what? Wait. So specifically, what was it that you, we talked about on this show? Um, the fact that Ragnarok is an actual character in the comics. He's a he's a robot oh, clone of Thor. Right. That a- didn't had happen. nothing to do with this movie. Because <laughs> that would have been stupid as shit. Just really? Say that out loud. Yes. Robot clone is where you go when you've run out of ideas. Well, but it's except that it's a, it's an established character idea from a comic book, which is where ideas go to die. I hate to tell you this, man. As a reader of comic books, how long have people been writing Thor? When okay. when did Thor start? Okay, like you maybe a TV show has five seasons. I guarantee you Thor's expiration date comic wise came around. Didn't they? Isn't he a woman now? Yeah, like literally. Well, I mean, he is not a woman, but yes, right. She she is now like someone else is Thor. Right. Like that's how bored they got with Thor. They they went through. He there's a robot version of him. I'm sure there was. He has an evil twin. I'm sure it's worth mentioning, though. She's only paid two thirds as much as original Thor. That, of course, she is. You dicks. Um, (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that there was no character named Ragnarok. It was a thing. Yeah, it was a thing, which you, I believe, actually were right about because you you know, the mythology of it that like I know what Ragnarok is. Yeah. And outside the comic book. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Outside the comic book, it's the, the, the end of the world, basically, for Norway. I guess. Yeah. And so in this case, Asgard. 
So they actually stuck to that, like as far as the concept of what it is. I was so happy. And right. this is a mild spoiler, folks, but it's not a big one. So if you want to skip ahead 15 seconds, so I don't, you don't know, that's fine. But really, it's not that. I was so happy that somebody been an Asgard joke. I don't know if you noticed. It was just exactly. It was so. Oh, yeah, like, did, yeah, so didn't somebody skip Valkyrie ahead again? Made a little, oh, or not Valkyrie. It was somebody else on the planet. Like right after he like poof, crash lands on the planet. He's like, mm, <laughs> Asgard. <laughs> I was just like, yes, I've been saying that for years. <laughs> about that place. Like you, you literally sounds like a thing that you put on before you go get really wasted at a gay nightclub or something. And it sounds like something we could have used again. Longtime listeners, our Halloween horror story. Could have used an Asgard. We could have used Asgards. Yeah, um, Asgardians. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So somebody made that reference. Asgardians so, are those bouncers at gay clubs? Maybe. I guess you should go call one that and see what they say. Maybe they'll be really flattered. Like, oh, yeah, <laughs> thank you. I'm an Asgardian. Anyway, so the movie I liked it. Shocker. Um, here comes the real shocker. Did okay. you? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I fucking loved it. All right, that is it. See, you usually don't like mar- comic book movies what? very much. What are you talking about? Spider. I defended Spider-Man loudly and drunkenly on our podcast when we failed the Bechdel that's test. That's the thing. Nobody was arguing with you. No, you bitches were like, it's not that, and it's a four out of five. Like, no, it was a five. <laughs> Just nut the fuck up and call it what it was. So if anything, I was a bigger Marvel fan than you guys that day. Okay, how do you feel about uh, The Incredible Hulk? Which one? The Incredible Hulk, not not Hulk, The Incredible Hulk. Um, there's not really anything that incredible. I mean, you're talking about like first first run Marvel was okay. It wasn't great. So did first you First Iron like- Man movie was okay. Hey, you watch your mouth. The first Iron Man movie, I think, is the best of the three. Oh, no. You like two, no. didn't you? You love no, you three. Whiplash. Two, two, two is crap. Two is bad from top to bottom. Three's, like, the first, like, three-fourths of three is great, and the last one-fourth of it, not so great. The first Iron Man is okay. It's not bad. It's not a bad movie. It's just not like a, whoa, hold on. I feel like it was when it movie. came out. When it came out, because it was the first it, of this thing. It came out right in the middle of Nolan's Batmans, and it came out the year either before or after the Dark Knight. Uh, Dark Knight, and it was just like, I'm sorry, every comic book movie right now that doesn't have Heath Ledger as a villain is a piece of trash, <laughs> and it just it was that's what it was for like a while, and then Bane came around, and we were like, oh, never mind, that's <laughs> fine, though he was good, but anyway. Uh no I thought I thought Thor Ragnarok was great. you know I what I what I really liked about Thor Ragnarok was it was a Taika Waititi movie that also was a Marvel movie and that was fucking fantastic I have not seen their symbiosis like work so well with a director with such a big style which is I was worried about that when I saw that he was the guy making what else he's has done, he done he's done what we do in the shadows I don't know if you saw that nope. it's uh do you know who the flight of the Concords are yeah. Yeah, he directed and wrote a lot of their stuff early on. He was like that like the makes third sense Concord. because he voiced and motion capture suited probably the most popular character in this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Korg. Mm-hmm. And for, by the way, before we jump into directly any characters like that, one thing that I was nervous about mm. about twenty minutes into the movie, I found myself going, "They are trying to introduce." A lot of new characters, like a lot of new characters. Yes, and come back to that in a minute. By the way, and I was worried. I will say that I think they one hundred percent nailed it because they every new character that they brought in 
they seem to give enough enough depth to at least some of them had a little more backstory than others but mm. they they all felt well rounded enough that I was like oh I don't feel like anything was shoehorned in no um, that is that is Taika Waititi's gift as a director like he's not the greatest with plot his plots are always very simple very straightforward most of them are comedies anyway so it doesn't you don't need a lot mm. but what he's really good at doing is giving you a sense of who a person is what they are and you know their entire backstory in about 5 seconds mm. like think about the entrance of Valkyrie Mm-hmm. Everything you need to know about her is pretty much established <laughs> in a walk down a ramp. She was played up as a badass in the trailers, and then she is a badass. She is a badass. But she is a damaged badass. Yes. And you know, you know that within five seconds of meeting her. You're like, whoa. And then you're like, oh, something is fucked up here. <laughs> uh, you know, and that, like, that's what he's really good at. And I thought that was amazing that Marvel trusted because if you've seen you should watch what we do in the shadows it's a fantastic it's a it's a fake mockumentary about a vampire coven and it's a complete comedy it's got like jermaine clement from flight of the concords in Mm -hmm. it um and then just recently he did a movie called hunt for the wilder people with sam neill in it that won all kinds of awards on like indie circuits and it's it is it is another fantastic movie where you get a sense of all of the characters i mean there's only like four in the whole movie but you get such a deep sense of who they are so fast and i was very curious because like he's never done anything big like his Mm -hmm. most expensive movie was like 10 million maybe maybe so get to see it letting letting seeing how much marvel let him run and trusted him to like introduce characters and really i thought this was the movie i connected with thor the most with i thought we found out the most about thor Mm -hmm. as a person in this movie all of his tortured kenneth Branagh posing in the first one was great and all but i didn't really feel like I felt like it was Kenneth Branagh doing Shakespeare through Thor. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was dandy, but it was kind of, eh. And then this one, I was like, oh, shit. I really get a sense of who he is and like kind of that sense of humor that he had. I mean, it was it was great. Yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Um, I want to jump back to Korg really quick. Sure. Um, so, because you mentioned Fly of the Concords. I thought that that was actually one of the guys from Flight of the Con. I thought it was uh, Jermaine, actually. Mm, he sounded just like him. Shitload of Kiwi accents in there, right? And uh, and he was Honey. he was in Moana as the as the shiny crab guy. And so I was yeah. I was I was thinking, wow, good for him. And you know, Disney owns Marvel too. Right, so Disney must want to put him in. Yeah, no, actually, a bunch of his. Uh, there were a lot of um, Kiwi actors in it. Um, Jeff Goldblum's. Um, sidekick i guess for lack of a bit his his major domo lady do you remember her in the movie i'm gonna go dark hair but no she's a bigger lady Mm -mm. literally think of jeff goldblum's character Mm -hmm. now think of the only person he talks to Mm -mm. when he says his line about slaves Mm-mm. Which was fantastic, by the way. Without okay, you, I don't know how you watch movies, but whatever. <laughs> anyway, she's in it, and she is in Hunt for the Wilder People, and is fantastic. Sam Neill was in it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if did you caught mm-hmm. Sam. Neill. I thought we'd leave that one alone because they had some fantastic cameos. There's a stage play there's with a stage Sam play. Neill in it. Yeah, in the movie, and it's it, it was the part that uh, my wife loved the most. Like she liked the whole thing, thought mm-hmm. it was fantastic. Called it one of the best Marvel movies ever made, and uh, I would agree. But I just I like that nothing like you're right, like nothing felt rushed. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel it. Everything unfolded naturally. The characters were nice. And they did a lot of things where they were just like, hey, this character's not here right now. And they didn't like spend 40 minutes explaining why that character wasn't there. <laughs> and just like, oh, hey, he's not here right now. OK, 
moving the fuck along. You know, yep. it just it just told the story. It was really nice, what which is why think? Justice League is gonna blow ass. Yeah, I am gonna go see it because it's movie pass. But Dude, there was a trailer for it before Thor, and I was just like, yeah. this just looks so bad. Right? Is does the Batmobile in the trailer? I mean, this isn't a spoiler because I haven't seen the fucking movie. Does the bat? It looks like the Batmobile is driving through hell at one point. Is is there? You know. Some things about the Justice League. It, does Batman go to hell ever? Is that like a thing? It's like Alfred down there with some water. It's a possible because I can't for the life of me remember the name of who the bad guy is in this. I don't think it's Darkseed. But it is. It, it is, is Darkseed. Dark so yeah. it's very possible because, yeah, he's very... John, Johnny Darkseed. He's, he's Johnny <laughs> Appleseed's black brother that nobody wanted to talk about. Um, hey, you he, guys need some apples here, he says. And Batman's like, I don't want any apples. And then it gets fucking real. He's got to like get Aquaman to shut those apples down. And Wonder Woman's like, apples? Fuck that. I'm all about pears. And then the Flash is just there. Like Nobody knows why. And that's uh, the movie. Sorry I spoiled it for you, folks. I like that we just had an unannounced, unseen movie review. Yep, there was. Um, that up speaking nicely. of the Flash, because you and I have talked about this. I recently have been binge-watching Arrow and the Flash. And... Sure. Uh, I I knew that the Flash in this movie is not the same actor, same Flash or whatever, mm. and so I already kind of made my peace with that. Or, you know, but the one thing that really just right away set me off and go, "Wow, they're not going to do this character remotely right," shocker, mm. is in the trailer, the new, the one that was right before Thor. Sure, he they're talking about fighting. And they actually, like, the only line they give the Flash in the entire trailer is him talking to uh, probably Batman, I think. And he yeah. says, I don't really do combat. I've pushed people and run away really fast. And it's like, no, actually, the Flash fights. He does it really I mean, fast, and he runs away a lot, but he does actually try to fight. And it was just like, so you clearly don't know how you're going to present the characters at all. Cool. Here, here's the thing with the Flash. You got to be really careful with that character. I just burped into the microphone. That <laughs> That's how careful you have to be. Hold for editing. Oh no, what's this is? Fuck it. So here's the thing about the Flash. What's the thing about the Flash? You got to be You got to be very careful with it. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. I'm not even giving you in. You have to leave <laughs> all of this in. All of this stays. Uh, I'm going to burp in the microphone again just to <laughs> piss on it. <laughs> All right, oh, the whole thing call. stays in. So this will be whole like this yeah. will be like the last drunken unedited version. Go for it. Fantastic. So the Flash, he's a fucking broken character really if you think about him. Uh if you have the Flash at full strength or even at half strength, the motherfucker can turn back time. He's that fast. Mm -hmm. Like in the comics, like all the fucking time, the Flash is like, "Oh, fuck, turns back time." In the show, The Flash, which is great for its first season, second season, not so I'm much. I'm only in the first yeah. season, so careful. Yeah, first season is fantastic. Maybe stop after it, actually. <laughs> <you'll win. laughs> but don't but, talk um, about something that's about to happen. But, uh, like, it, well, the thing they do that's genius with the show, mm. and I'm not spoiling anything because this is the beginning of the show, of the first season, is that they make him baby Flash. Like, he doesn't know his own powers. They're always, like, he's training. He's trying right. to push himself. So they have something to build to. Now, the reason I think Zack Snyder isn't going to get that, other than the fact that all he likes doing is filming dream sequences over and over <laughs> so he can make it look like a fucking men's uh, axe commercial. 
with superheroes. Um, You're not wrong. I'm not. <laughs> like, how much of Batman versus Superman was dream sequences? Like, I so much. Uh, they put me to but, sleep. Exactly. But the Flash, in I don't think he's going to get that you can't have him at full strength. Because if he is literally faster than time, then there is nothing he can't fix. Like it's like it's like the end of Star Trek Into Darkness, the second one where they cured death. Like, <laughs> guys, you can't really go farther than that. You cured death. Yeah. Like if you have a character that can change time, you can't really beat that. Like ever. Mm-hmm. Like there's, I mean, there's some ways to do it that's probably really smart, but Doctor I can't Who think, does it well. I I can't think that Zack Snyder is going to be one of those directors. He just doesn't hasn't struck me as one of those directors that's going to carefully lay out the Flash. So. I don't have high hopes for JL. I'm curious why they're going so far out of their way to hide Superman in the trailers. Like, it's fucking stupid. It's, we know he is going to be in the movie. If that Superman. is the big swerve, if that's, that's the, the big reveal they're, they're holding on to. Now, it, even if it's not, have any of the big reveals in any of the Justice League movies been, like, wasn't the last one a bunch of fucking files on Bruce Wayne's computer? Like that was their whoa. Yeah. Like the, the DC is a train wreck of which I want nothing. I I I I'll go watch the movie with the movie pass, but barely. If I have time and if I've seen everything else I want to see, then I'll go. Otherwise, I'm not. The the biggest reveal thing actually I think they had, which wasn't even a full reveal, but it was still the most interesting thing they've done. Somehow all revolves around the same character was in BVS when Wonder Woman shows up. I mean, they they sold. They told you in the trailer she was going to, but yes. Yeah, but it was still that when the the moment when it happens, you're just mm. kind of like, fuck like, yeah, oh, yay, a not shit character yet. Right, she's the only one that they've done good with. Like, I loved that movie. Oh, so here's a conversation that I'm interested in having, and God, we're never going to get through the rest of our podcast, but whatever. Yeah. What is with their obsession with ditching origin movies? Like, I get that they don't want to be Marvel, but they do realize that in in the space of one Justice League movie, they are going to have to basically introduce Aquaman, The Flash, and Cyborg. So yeah. you have three origin movies happening in one movie. Plus, it's going to be a Superman resurrection movie. Plus, you're we're wrong. We're wrong. Plus, there needs to be a villain. Plus, there's Batman. Plus, there's Wonder Woman. Plus, they all have to form the Justice League. There's just it's like seven like like you, that. You could spread that out over like. Yeah. 10 years and seven movies. Basically, Why what, do they hate money? What I foresee Why? happening. Um, do we know a runtime on this movie yet? Uh, yeah, I'm going to look it up, actually. I think it's two hours and 15 minutes. Okay, what were you about to say while you looked that up? Um, I was going to say, I, they're not, the problem is they're going to do all those movies and they're not going to do them well. It's the exact same thing they did with Batman versus Superman. Um, is that they made it basically their origin Batman movie, but also another Superman movie, plus a random Wonder Woman movie, and they just like none of it really connected at all. So mm-hmm. it, it is just weird. Um, do 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 do. Justice League. I love that we Justice both League have a computer ac- accessible to us, <laughs> and I always make you do the looking up. Holy shit! Oh, it God. is one hour and fifty nine minutes long. What? It is it's okay, a so it's minute not even two, two hours. hours. Okay, so here's not how I even predict a two hour movie. Out. They're gonna spend the first hour and a half because nine mm. of that's gonna be credits. Yeah, right. 
roughly nine More to ten minutes there. to be credits. Sure. So we're going to say that they have an hour and 50 minutes to work with. I think okay. they are going to have an hour and a half of trying to cram <laughs> all of the introduction-y stuff yeah. and whatnot, and then through some sort of time-jumpy... Maybe they probably won't even be smart enough to time jump. It's going to be what no. they do where they just ignore large parts of what we call plot. And, and because it's a Zack Snyder movie, by the way, all the characters will hate each other yes. until they don't hate each other and they work together. Exactly. There won't be any moment where they actually like earn that. They'll just at one moment be like, I know I've been punching with the dick for the past 45 minutes, but we're friends now and we've yep. got to stop Darkseed. And that's what I was Because I fucking hate apples. Is, so an hour and a half of that. And then they're just going to skip it through the, no plot or story whatsoever. They're just going to jump to the point where mm. they assemble. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's the good version. We can't say that. Right. Where they get together, get together, party down, <laughs> any one of those things. And uh, and we're going to get justice. We're going to get an 18 minutes worth of mm. super CG heavy uh, fight scene. And then we're going to yeah. get two minutes of bullshit wrap up and then a little teaser in the credits to try and set something else up. All right, and that's at some point, Superman will resurrect from the dead. That'll all happen that, by all the way. on the. That'll probably ha- actually probably last like probably fifteen do. minutes. That'll probably happen in the last fifteen minutes at the big join up part. They're gonna start getting in trouble, right. and then he's gonna swoop in out of nowhere and, and turn. They'll the time. they'll justice, and then right before they are unjustice, <laughs> Superman will swoop in and be like, "League, fuck, fuck your black <laughs> apple trees," and bam, Dark Seed will be dead. Yeah. Maybe he won't say fuck, but, you know, I mean, he might. He it's might. A Zack they Snyder get, like, movie. one, right? Matt, I don't know, and it's Zack Snyder. Superman might say fuck and then, like, just punch Darkseid through the balls, and, you know, that'll be the end of the movie. Yep. Oh, I thought you didn't kill people, Superman. I've changed. <laughs> he just fucking... I also talk like Batman Wait, now. Wait, does Superman not kill people either? He's not supposed to. Dude, we could un- you do not want to unlock once again <laughs> my rage at how much Zack Snyder doesn't fucking understand Superman. Just like the whole point of Superman is that he doesn't kill people I because there's the no challenge. There's no challenge to Superman if he kills people. Because if Superman kills people, everyone that well, he wants to be dead is dead in like seconds. That's there's true. just there's no competition. So the minute you had Superman kill Zod, you basically ruined Superman. Because if Superman's dope with killing people, we're, the conversation's done. Be like, oh, hey, it's Darkseed. Don't plant no... Fries him from space with his eyes. Done. We're done. <laughs> like, there's no... It, it, I love destroyed. that you're really sticking to this, that Darkseed is literally... <laughs> he is black Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> there is no way I'm... As I watch the movie, no matter what they present me, it will be just this black dude planting apple trees. Who just that's all he wants, by the way. He's a really nice guy. Like he's just <laughs> trying to save the earth. And the fucking Justice Leaguers are like, No, you don't understand. They're racist. This is a foreign this is a foreign invasive species. You can't plant this here. And he's like, But I'm just trying to fried from space by Superman. Wow. So or 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 the Flash will time punch him into space or space. In B V S didn't they also establish that Batman kills people now too? Oh yeah. Batman. I mean, they didn't say he did. But I'm pretty sure he ran tires into people's faces, and that that doesn't tend to not kill you. <laughs> that tends to kill you when a car tire on the back of a giant fucking Batmobile runs over your face. Not, and, and he has guns at one yeah, point. He has like, guns literally, he has machine guns, and he's like shooting people, and he's like throwing crates into people's heads. 
Yeah, no, Batman kills people in Zack Snyder's dude. I, I remember distinctly there was a quote he said that Batman could get prison raped in one of his movies. That was a direct Zack Oh, Zack's right, he was quote. trying to talk about how dark they were going to be. He's like, I was so dark. You know how dark it is? Bad, Batman will get prison raped in a, in a movie. And I mean, I feel bad for Zack Snyder. Do you? I do. I do. Okay, for starters, I mean, I don't know if you're with this, but, but his, his kid committed suicide like three or four years Must ago. Must have watched PBS. Sorry. You dick. <laughs> Sorry. This is brutal, man. But I, I felt bad for him. I was like, Jesus, that has to be a horrible feeling. You should take time off. You shouldn't be making you're Superman not, movies. You're, you're no better than me. You're trying to use his son's strategy to get him out. I'm trying to say that when your child commits suicide, maybe you need a moment to step away and process that and deal with that instead of doing whatever you're doing. I mean, maybe he was like, I'm going to throw myself into my work. I don't know. But but I think it definitely had an effect on So you're trying to tell me movies. that... that before that, his movies were good. No, they weren't. Like, <laughs> Zack Snyder's never been a great director, but I did feel bad for him. I was like, that's awful. And then he just became a darker, worse director because of tragedy in his life, and I felt bad for him. I still feel bad for him. I mean, he's he's not an untalented human being. Like, if you could just put him in charge of the visuals, they look great. It's just that they don't seem to matter is the problem. And also, <laughs> Superman shouldn't kill people. So, so. That. Speaking of dark, depressing things, yeah, we uh, the CMAs. I agree. Yeah, no, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> no, I just had to. I'm sorry. <laughs> moment, moment of shitty levity in the middle of talking about right. dead kids. Uh, well, here I'll bring it up a little bit. So, okay, we've been on the air since July oh, of 2014. Did you give me an anniversary present? Yep. Oh boy! So since July of twenty fourteen, fourteen, okay, mm-hmm. three. So years. that's two and a half years. Nope, that's, that's three and a half years. years. Oh my God! You don't even know what I. <laughs> I don't even want your present now. Um. Uh, well, you're getting it. So, this I believe is our fifty sixth or fifty seventh episode. We're getting up there. We are. In that same span of time. Did you know? Did I know that there have been 89 mass shootings in the United States, uh, qualifying that by four or more people were killed in the shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn. So, okay. in the time that we've made 56 or 57 of these wonderful things, 89 mass shootings have happened in our country, resulting in 575 deaths. And 634 injuries. Jesus. Yeah. That's a fair amount. That is a fair amount. I thought that given the nature of... We we ta- we, we discussed we, after the Las Vegas shooting, you and I talked and we said, are we going to cover it? And we thought, no. You know, we're going to no. let this one go by. We can't address everyone. And then, wh- what are we, uh, two weeks away? Less than two weeks after? Yeah, Texas. Yeah, we have uh, te- another massive one in Texas. So, um, let's do it, Brian. All right, let's talk about guns. So, I don't know the answer. That's the problem. Like, I've had this conversation, and I we've covered this. I come from a conservative upbringing, and I ha- I come from a from a police family of sorts. Sure. 
So I've got, I see things from that side, but then I also sure. have my adult life spent living more on the left. I, I consider myself more centrist than anything. I don't like either sure. extreme. Right. Um, and I kind of just go issue to issue. So I've seen, I, um, and I think we talk about this. It's like I, I'm a gun owner myself, but mm-hmm. I'm not a gun nut. I have, I have, I have an adequate home defense supply. I like that you won't say how many you have. You're like, I'm not a gun nut, but it's it's not more than ten. I well, I, I honestly, I was about to say what I have, and I realized I was like, you know what? I don't. Maybe it's not good just to give my inventory. Probably not. Yeah. So you you don't own. Can we just say you own less than five guns? Yes, I own less than five guns. Okay, less than five. I'll even say I own less than three guns. Uh, okay. <laughs> got a 50-50 shot there, folks. Good luck. Right. Uh, less than three guns is what I'm stressing, though. I own other things. Oh. Yeah. The wrist rocket. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I'm no, Iron Man. I know. Don't tell anybody. I know. The so, wrist rocket. Yeah. Totally. And, uh, and uh, what would you call it? The pocket pussy or plastic pussy? <laughs> I don't think it kills people. <laughs> if, it, if it does, you're using use it, it wrong. <laughs> no, you're using it wrong. You're using it wrong. If it kills, you, it can make some pretty sad lives happen. But no, it should not be killing anyone. <laughs> pocket pussies should not kill. Guns, yes. Pocket pussies, no. So you are a gun can owner. That, can that be our episode title? Pocket pussies should not kill. It's definitely in contention. <laughs> All right. Yes. So I'm a gun owner. Sorry. Yes. So I'm not going to be somebody that's coming out from the stance of. We should take away everybody's guns. You might. I don't know. We haven't talked. We literally, folks, have not talked about this yet. This could go anywhere. No. I don't know what Brian's it's life true. is. Um, you, for those of you that remember the Trump episode where I had to defend Trump, we did not talk about that, and I really blindsided Seth. With <laughs> you that you one. did. So I didn't even know how to I, handle it. Any any moment, I'm going to just be like, you know what? We need to just get guns and become Nazi Germany. That's what we should do. And At any moment, no, Brian could no. say, go Bears. You're going to win the Super Bowl. I would never nah, say that. That'll never happen. Never happen. No. Uh, no, I. So here's the thing. I, I, um, I'm from an area in Oregon that uh, is very gun friendly. Eastern Oregon. Most people in Eastern Oregon have guns. I would say a majority of people probably own guns in Eastern Oregon, um, and probably more than five. Oh, I know of a few people that like the phrase "gun cabinets" mm-hmm. plural is a thing. Yeah. And and that's here's the thing, I think that that in the statistics we were talking that we were talking about, well, how many people did you say have died in three years from guns? Five seventy five shootings, five five seventy five. Yeah. Now now, and I just want to clarify again, a lot shootings. more people have been killed by guns than what we're talking about. A lot a lot more people have been injured. This sure. we're only looking right now at what. And I don't Mass remember shootings. who. Yeah, Four more. I don't remember who set that standard, but like that's the. That's the I think, I think, the recognized sure. number is four or more people killed in an event is considered a mass shooting. That's what we're looking at. And and I think the word mass, by the way, is too much for some of that. Like to me, a mass shooting is like twenty or more. Right. Which to we me, had like some of those. Sure. And I, but I feel like a multiple shooting would be like a multi shooting would be like more. Again, we're arguing semantics, but so anyway, in in killings of four or more people mm-hmm. classified as a mass shooting, five hundred and thirty. I think it was like five seventy five. Five seventy five. 
let's even round that up. You know, I mean, we're being unscientific here, but 600. Hang on, let's I'll get to you the 600 people. Yeah, 575. So round up to 600, and then another, and you actually you sure. know what, and round down 600 injured um, evens it out. Okay, 600 dead, 600 injured mm-hmm. in three years. Right. How many people have died of automobile accidents in that same span? That's an interesting idea because I'm pretty sure it's in the thousands. We're going to Google this. Are you going to Google something? I'm going to Google. You keep talking. You keep talking. Okay. So (laughs) my point with saying this isn't to say. I was. I was pretty excited. Seth's doing research, folks. Hey, hey, now wait. Give me some credit. I did the research so far on this. Just not here folks, in the studio. Folks, he made me write numbers on a post-it. I That's did. what he did. So, but my standard, what I'm trying to go with with this, is that I'm I'm betting that over the course of even just a single year, I bet more people die in automobile accidents than have died in mass shootings in America from guns. Yes. It, it says my, that uh, road crash statistics say that nearly 1.3 million people die in road crashes each year. On average, per year, thirty-two hundred deaths a day. An additional yeah. twenty to fifty million are injured or disabled. More than half of all road traffic deaths occur among adults aged fifteen to forty-four. We didn't need that last part. Sorry, I, I sure. apologize. But no, 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 hey, we we wanted to get the figures. So I didn't even know. Jesus, God, that is intense. Mm-hmm. I hope we are licensing those things, mm-hmm. and I hope that we have a rigorous standard for those things. Um, because that's what I think we should have for guns. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like the problem with gun control isn't that there has to be an answer. Because we're talking about, like, you don't know what the answer right. is. I don't know what the answer is. That's the thing. Nobody really knows what the answer is. But I can tell you two things that aren't the answer. Doing nothing. One, doing nothing what we're do- is, is what we're doing now. And two, taking away all the guns. Right. Neither one of those things is going to fix shit. But for some reason, those are the only two things I ever see proposed on Facebook. Or anywhere, really, is I see people, we need to just revoke guns like Norway or some shit or whatever country has revoked guns. Canada, this and I think Australia, m- most of them. Lot, lot, many countries have. I, I would say a majority of Africa has not revoked guns, though they should. Because, <laughs> um, uh, my God, or South America. But um, I, think we, I think the licensing, if, if anything, we need to come to the table and have an agreement to be like, hey, what is a reasonable solution? Mm-hmm. What What is a reasonable one? Because the, the reasonable solution can't be to do nothing. Like, that just right. is fucking crazy. It clearly isn't working. Because it's it's not working. And and are a lot of people dying? Yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot of people to die in three years. Obviously, automo- we should definitely look into automobile accidents more. Texting, folks. You fucking dicks. Which, by the Sorry, way, that's my, by the way that's my just to peeve. piggyback onto your point, Mm. Um, like you said, you're from Oregon. I, well, that's where we met. So I've done I've done my time sure. up there as well. And they recently, and I believe Washington State next to or above them, above them, right? I don't know my geography very well. Sure. Um, they have passed as recently as within the last few months, like within the last couple months, mm. they've passed. I think it was Washington was the m- most recent one. A uh, dis- new distracted driving law that literally is not just about you can't hold your phone anymore. You can't be really holding anything. They can ticket you for eating while driving. They can ticket you for ho- pulling a cup up and drinking. Not drinking, blah, not, not like us on the show. Drinking anything. Right. 
Uh, Jesus. I mean, that, that's extreme, but I mean, clearly with 1.5 million people are dying per year, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe it's time to do something. So, which And and, you know, yeah. and even, even people that are getting tickets for that, I haven't heard much backlash against that, saying that it's too restrictive yeah. and it's taking away people's rights. It's it's an it's a law that was revisited and and adjusted based off of what's been happening in our society. Exactly, that's a perfectly reasonable thing. I think that guns, and that's to me that is where you will lose an argument with me immediately on gun control is if you demand that no gun should be regulated. Like I don't. Here's the thing. I think you should be able to own an AR-15. You can own an AR-15 if you feel that you must own an AR-15. If you feel you must own two of them. Mm-hmm multiple ar-15s you know what i want you to do the same thing if you insisted you should own a ferrari i want to see that you are licensed and that you are of sound mind and that we would trust you with a ferrari on the road you know what what about this might be going too far what about uh having to carry gun owners insurance in the event that something happens with your gun yeah I, I think it's perfectly reasonable to have to carry a, a gun as insurance. I, I, I think it would be on a class of weapon. For me, like a hunting rifle, I'd be like, eh, you don't really need, like the gun insurance on that should be like a dollar a month or some shit. Right. Like, it shouldn't be. But if you want to own like some top of the line. Just like they do with cars. I guarantee you the premium, yeah. on, premium on a Ferrari is going to be way oh. more than an old Buick. Right, and the area you live as well, yep. you know, probably plays into it. Like, if you live in rural Montana, the odds of you doing a mass shooting are low simply because you, you know, we can kill, like, five people, and that's the town. You're like, oh, well, fuck, I guess I'm done. You know, It's interesting you use in that, that example because the one Montana shooting <laughs> on our list, I believe, was five people. There you go. That must, I think I must have internalized it somehow. <laughs> like, that's the thing. Like, like I think it should, just like car insurance, it should depend. I, I, I think gun insurance would be a fine suggestion that that can come to the table and if we can't have it right now can we at least agree that people should be there should be stricter licensing Mm -hmm. for it because i i think having lived in oregon and in rural oregon like i've lived in rural rural fucking oregon Mm -hmm. i've lived uh and this is something i saw posted on a message board i really liked the point that this guy made he was like so you live in downtown los angeles your police response time is if, if they're not there in five minutes you're like what the fuck you know like something has gone catastrophically wrong if you call 911 and the cops aren't on your doorstep like i don't think there's many places in this city where a cop can't be on your doorstep within five minutes if you call 911 there are that many police here unless because there are that the many people here unless they're on the freeway <laughs> in which they're in traffic and they're never getting here you'll, you'll get a call from them hey we're gonna be late sorry uh, <laughs> they'll, they'll do the la exactly flake on you they'll Hey, <laughs> sorry, I forgot this thing came up. I can't. Yeah, but I'll be there by 10. I swear, I swear I'll be I'll there be by 10. Okay, I will be there by 10. 10.30, I mean. I mean 10.30. <laughs> um, but no, this guy raised a point. He's like, I live in rural Montana. The nearest cop to me is an hour away. I'm sorry, I don't want to have a problem that I need resolved with a gun mm. and have to wait. You know, I, I, I agree. He, the guy's, the, the argument on the message board was mostly around, like, well, cops carry guns. And the guy's like, yeah, cops carry guns. There are no cops near me. I need my fucking gun. I need an AR-15 because I have mountain lions and shit outside my house that are going to come after my livestock. And you don't want to be out there using a hunting rifle on a mountain lion. (laughs) I can understand that. I get that. You should have an AR-15 with, like, a grenade launcher attached and shit. (laughs) Fuck that mountain lion up, dude. Like, I get it. Like, so I think that I'm not against the idea of people owning. Like, there are certain situations in which, yeah, sure. Or if you just like shooting AR-15s, they're probably really fucking fun to shoot. But I just I mean, gotta think it's expensive. To... Just to seg- go off oh. a little bit, 
No, for sure. Bullets are not cheap. So new rifling through they're that very many expensive that quick. Oof. Oh, that's got to be epic. No, no, I agree. I it's, which it brings up around a point. Mm. If you can afford that many bullets, you can definitely afford gun insurance, right? Or at so, least a license, or at least a, or at least a stricter license. I just think it should be more rigorous. Like the guy in Texas, if he'd had to when he went to go buy a gun, if he'd had to go through like Jesus, you know, like what we go th- like like if you sold a car to me. Mm. I would have to get in a line mm-hmm. at the DMV. I'd have to go up to them and I'd have to prove, okay, here I own the car. Here's the documents that prove I own the car. Here's my license that proves I'm licensed to drive this car of this class. And here's you know, my proof that I'm insured. Here's my proof that I have insurance on this car. Okay, you can own this car. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to go through to buy a car. The fact that that guy didn't have to go through any of that to get a gun i mean maybe some of it i don't here's the thing i've never bought a gun you have to now do a background know. check Come to my house uh it's not that hard here's the scary sure thing we've talked i think i think i've talked about this before is i i i suffer from anxiety and depression uh mm. you know in in uh you know treatment therapy and medication and whatnot i've done the gamut it's it's diagnosed it's the thing sure um None of that pinged on a when I got my gun. I don't know if that w- I don't know I don't know if I should have my 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 guns that I They have. didn't they didn't they weren't like, "Oh, I see that you have like a, yeah. a, a you know, anxiety depression problem." Yeah. Now, what do you what do you want this gun for? <laughs> right? Yeah, none of that none of that did come <laughs> up. It literally was I don't know. They checked my social and whatnot, and they, they, they basically saw that I hadn't nobody's found the bodies yet, so I don't have a record. Then they were like, "Here, here's your gun." Here's your gun. Yeah. It's not hard. I mean, it, it, without without saying too much, you bought this gun. It was not an AR-15. No. Correct? Correct. Okay. See, I could think that that would be, that sounds reasonable to me for buying something average sure. or below in terms of bullet production per moment. Right. I feel like if you went in to buy an AR-15, mm-hmm. they would want to be like, okay, I need to see something from a psychologist that says that you're signed off on like, hey- this guy, yep, he suffers from anxiety and depression, but Seth is dealing with it. He's on medication for it. Blah, blah. Here are the reasons why I think that it's okay for Seth to own this gun right. or, or something like that. I would think would need to, like a recommendation, mm-hmm. which that sets up a slippery slope because you're going to get a whole bunch of people like, well, what do you mean a psychologist? Doctors can't be telling me to own guns. I mean, we're talking but largely, they can, and I hate to say this. Because guess what? There are conditions that will make you not able to drive a car. True. True. <laughs> so doctors do decide quite a bit. Yeah. About what you can and cannot do, so I mean it's already there. But I it, there's and those by the way those people are usually the people who are like, what well, a fucking government telling me through a doctor I can't drive my giant eighteen wheeler despite the fact I ran over seven children. I don't I don't them children was asking for it. <laughs> I didn't. The you know the the great Lord Magon was telling me they had to die, and so what killed them, and that's why I just I mean it makes sense to me. I don't know why the government had to be in my business. Like it just <laughs> that that person is also the person that believes that that good that global warming bull, bullshit I ain't nothing there. I, I feel cold out to me right now. Like that I don't know why every, I'm talking in a southern every accent, winter obviously, but, every winter global warming doesn't exist. Have uh, you noticed that every winter? Yeah, yeah. Every winter, everyone in fucking. Red State McGee is like, mm, well, it sure doesn't feel like global warming's happening here in Pierre, South Dakota. You mentioned no, it Red fucking States. isn't. Mm. We've been pretty factual and relatively, up until your most recent um, tirade right there. 
Uh, we've been pretty impartial. Sure. I want to throw that out the window for a second because we did do one other bit of research on this. So we did eighty nine quote unquote mass shooting events. Right. Of those, how many occurred in red states, which are by and large always loudly opposed to any sort of gun control? Uh, we have sixty two. Sixty two out of the eighty nine. Yes. So 75 At least 27. 20, 27 happened in blue states. Okay. So three times 62. as much. Almost three times as much. Almost three times as much happened in a state in which it went red in the last election. Okay. Yes. I don't really have a follow-up to that. I just <laughs> Well, feel I mean, like obviously, that's... there are more guns probably in those states. Mm-hmm. Therefore, the idea to me that, oh, if more people own guns, that means less gun crimes will happen is the most fucking retarded thing. Like, well, obviously, that's not true mm. because these are states in which people own guns on a very high level. Speaking. And that's where 62 of the mass shootings have happened. So, speaking of, and we don't have we can't really swerve too far on this uh, just for the sake of time. And it's a whole other can of worms. But. When does Vegas Mandy Moore have a pocket pussy? You are so right. Does she? And I need to know. <laughs> Except I don't care. When, when the Vegas shooting happened, which yes was the largest number of casualties in a mass shooting in the U- U.S. history. Yes. When that happened, we were a good week or so out from it, and our president mm-hmm. just saying things like he wanted to wait. Uh, he wanted to, you know, he likes to he likes to get he doesn't just want to make a statement off the cuff. <laughs> That's funny, Trump. Um, it was That's ironic. So he but he wouldn't he would not rush out and say there's a gun issue we need to look at. He says it's not the mm. time. It's not the time. A week later, it's still not the time. Still wasn't time. When the Texas shooting that just happened in the church. Mm. He did come out relatively quick and say something, but he made sure it was a tragedy. But yes. he made sure to say it's not a gun thing; it's a mental right. illness thing. Right now, both of those are two very current, very recorded responses from our mm-hmm. president. When the the New York truck driver thing happened, right instantly. Because that guy came to our country, what, six years ago, six, seven years ago? Yeah, it was some like sort of a something. Uh, th- something that was enacted by one of the, the first Bush, I think. Um, something in there, yeah. And Trump immediately, via Twitter, announces that he has instructed the generals and everybody and who, all, whatever, to all of a sudden we're, we're cracking down on that immigration thing is going to be phased out, it's going to be done. And cracking down harder on on immigration uh, vetting and whatnot. So it's just funny to me that it's either not the time when something happens right away, unless it's part of the immigration agenda he's pushing, or it's not a gun issue, it's a mental illness issue. But this couldn't have been a mental illness issue. This was an immigration issue. It was an immigration issue. The other, I saw uh, somebody was also pointing on, because... Hey, it's the internet. It's where we get a. There's some good thoughts out on the internet. And to uh, be fair, I actually haven't gotten it. most of my stuff. I've I've left Facebook largely. Uh, I don't get most of my stuff from the internet anymore. 
Look at you. I know. I mean, I now, now I'm going to do a 180 and be like, you know, the internet's actually got some really good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trump. That's that's what we do, that's what we do here, folks. Yeah, we can we, never agree. I, I convince Seth of something and then turn around and go the other way, just to be different. That's true. Thor Ragnarok was shit. Fuck Don't go you. watch it. You're shit. Um, Justice League all the way. Now, uh, uh, the thing I saw on, on uh, I think it was Reddit or somewhere, was somebody had made the comment, uh, hey, so it's it's not a gun issue. It's a mental health issue. So can we get more money for mental health in our country? No. <laughs> so it's not a mental health issue then, is it, that you care about dealing? It's No matter what it is, it's an issue you don't want to deal with. Right. So whichever issue it is. Because our country... Like uh, in the Reagan era, we defunded, we literally destroyed all, like most mental health facilities. Right. Isn't that what We're caused like down. large part of the homeless boom? Huge part of the homeless problem right now in the country is that basically most of these people should be in a mental health facility that's run by the state or the federal government. And Reagan was like, I know how to save money. We'll just let the retards loose. I don't think that's exactly how he said it, but, you know, that was probably the intention of what he said. <laughs> um, wow. And he just opened the doors and let all the, I mean, they're crazy people. They're crazy people. They're people that are imbalanced. They're not well. Right. They need to be, they need mental help. And, um, and now they're out on the streets and, you know, and some of them aren't crazy enough to be on the streets. They're crazy enough to buy a gun. Mm-hmm. So it is a mental health issue and it's a gun issue. And I just, I, you're right. We aren't addressing it in any way. And I, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to play devil's advocate here for just a second. Of course you And are. say that I want to. I want to just take a moment and say that every time somebody comes out and says, we need to ban guns, you might as well just go out and shoot someone in the face because that's what you're doing when you do that. No one is going to listen to you if you say you want to ban guns. That is, it for starters, it's insane. Like, it could never happen. You cannot ban guns. And those people that would say, well... We could at least try. You're just going to turn most of the country into criminals, mm-hmm. which will then lead to a whole other problem. So it's it's an unviable solution, but it feels good to say, to like throw back. And, you know, you got the people on the other side who are like, nope, I should be able to own tanks and mines. And, you know, like those people are, are, are a problem on the other side. But God damn it. Every time I, I do consider myself a little more liberal than I do Republican, mm-hmm. um, though I am a registered Republican. Um <laughs> You're a mole. I'm in your party. I'm inside you. How does it feel? They secretly like uh, I can't. I cannot wait for the primaries in 2019. I am going to. Uh, I am going to 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 vote. I'm going to write in something very unpresident Trumpy. Uh, <laughs> but I just. I just think that it. It's the responsibility of because I think most people that listen to. If you listen to our podcast, you're probably if you haven't shut it off and gone stomping away you're probably mildly of some of the same opinions we've got that's uh, fair and and i mean you don't have to agree with us on everything god knows i don't agree with us on everything. <laughs> I find this pretty important and horrible half the time but i i think you can easily agree that, that you're never going to get anywhere speaking in absolutes like no more guns right just just i mean who are you trying to convince when you say that? Because you're not convincing anybody. And so if we want to convince the other half of the country, or not the other half, but the other people on the extreme side who want to own tanks and and drones that can light people up from space, if we want to convince them of gun insurance or, or even just stricter background checks or anything, we've got to stop speaking in extremist language and saying, no guns for everybody, or we're going to ban guns like 
Norway or whatever. I don't know why I keep harping on poor Norway this episode. Ragnarok. They've just been <laughs> poor Norway has just been they've been Mandy Mord. Not cool. What okay. It would be consensual. Okay? <laughs> it would. I would never do anything to Mandy Moore unless we both had agreed and probably my wife was okay with it, which since I think she's like, that's never happening, is like, yeah, sure. If you need Mandy <laughs> you can absolutely have at it. And, and she's willing Your hall pass to get busy with you. Is extensive, yep. but all so far out of your league. But but so so fantastical. I mean, she's <laughs> like, hey, you want to add Bilbo Baggins on there too? You s- same amount of opportunity, you know. So yeah, I'm sorry, no way for Mandy Moore. I'm yet. gonna throw a theory, and this is a this is this is this is like a an Alex Jones level theory. <laughs> All right. Just because you know, why not? Why not? I feel like I've been pretty balanced and level-headed so far this episode. I haven't done anything crazy yet, so here we go. It's true. you got to do something. When I was researching this, one of the charts that I saw was interesting and totally makes sense, is that every time we've had a very high-profile mass shooting, Sandy Hook, uh, the Vegas mm. one, uh, what was I don't remember another one they referenced right there. Um, but anyway... Every time we have, oh, the Orlando one. Every time we have a high-profile mass shooting, there is a largely measurable spike in gun sale background checks. Mm. Basically, what they found is that mass shooting happens. The political hubbub starts... Some people float around the, like you said, the BS of take away all guns. Mm. And in the wake of that, people buy guns before they can no longer buy guns, which will never happen. But my theory, what if the gun lobbies are so, what if the gun manufacturers, the gun business is Mm. so confident in the stranglehold the lobbyists have, they know that the laws will never get changed. Mm. What if they are actually behind a lot of these shootings to drive sales? What? God damn it, Alex Jones. <laughs> and Bush did 9-11. There you go, folks. You heard it here first. <laughs> Incisive conspiracy theory journalism at its best. Yeah, no. Didn't I have 100%. one? Remember the one about Hollywood killing people right before their biopics were released? Yep. yep. I still think that's a good thing. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Weirdly enough, hey, old don't people. Don't piss me off. Nobody makes. Don't piss nobody me off, Brian. I'm going to do a biopic about you. It's 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 almost as if Hollywood does biopics about people who have achieved legendary status and who are older and die because they're like fucking seventy or eighty. You know, if somebody, yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll believe you if somebody makes like a Ryan Gosling biopic. You watch your mouth. He is a treasure. Like in, the next, in the next five years, in the next five, because if they do it in the next 30, like in the next 30, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, well, of course he would die. He's fucking however old he is. So, yeah. I, no, I, I think, I think that, uh, I, I find it very interesting because you're right. Like when, when a mass shooting happens, everybody gets really scared. And weirdly enough, the people that own guns get really scared. They get scared that the government is going to come take their guns. And so they load up on guns 
so that the government can't take their guns. And it's like you realize that you're actually being more fearful by buying the guns than, you know, like you, you, because it's, it's that invective, like, uh, what did they, they had Vegas strong mm-hmm. after every shooting? There's always a hashtag hashtag Vegas strong. pray for somebody, something strong. Yeah. Pray for Orlando or, or whatever. There's always a hashtag and, um, everybody posts those. And, uh, and then usually if they're pro gun is like, and also we're not talking about gun control right now. Cause it's not the time. <laughs> and then they go buy guns because they're scared. And I'm just like, so so you're afraid. So the guns don't make you not afraid. The guns, you, whether you have a gun or not, you're still afraid. So there's just so much of that. I remember when um, when Obama came into office, he was the best thing that ever happened to gun sales. Can we can we just take a second? I just want to talk. I just want to. No, I just want to live about in that. Remember when Obama <sighs> came into office? And I'm not saying he was the best president of all time. No, but oh. but he was a lot classier than what's going on Man, right now. Do you I will remember that. Hey, remember when the president would like release a, a press release, and you knew that it wasn't going to be some crazy shit? Like it was, it was, it it might be crazy shit, but it wouldn't be presented as crazy right. shit. It would be like he tried to like slip it by you. You know, yeah. he, he respected your your intelligence enough to, to try and trick you at least. And and and, and if be it like, didn't, hey. and if it didn't like if it blew up in their face, which didn't happen very often mm. because it wasn't so bombastic, they at least mm. stuck with it and they found a way to try and either excuse it or fix it, rather right. than just pretending it didn't happen. Be like, I never said that. That's a fake news recording. Yeah. God, good times. You know, my favorite, and this is just, we should have a moment for uh, my favorite President Trump story. Oh, boy. Because this, this happened before he was president. The The interview that he did uh, where he pretended to be his own secretary. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody actually found another note like someone had written into i forget what magazine it is and i don't want to spread fake news so i won't i won't it it was a magazine a rather hope profile and something like vanity fair may have been vanity fair this is 1992 or 93 they did an article on donald trump Mm. and they printed a letter from somebody who claimed to work for donald trump and it sounded exactly like fucking donald trump wrote the letter Mm -hmm. like like i mean like it like sounded exactly like Donald. So either he had people working for him who sound exactly like him or he wrote the letter. Mm-hmm. Which one is more likely? I just love that the guy is so insecure that he writes his own letters to to newspapers that write about him. It just I don't know. There's a whole other podcast we got to do by the way about why religious why the religious right, why evangelicals specifically who I can sue, who those are the people that when I was growing up were telling me, you do not sleep with a woman before you marry her because that is adultery. That is adultery and you do not do it. You will be married and a virgin on your bed. I was hammered into my head. Those motherfuckers voted the grabber by the pussy guy into office. Right? How? That one I'm still trying to wrap my mind around. <laughs> I don't that we could talk about that for another hour and a half and I still wouldn't understand it I don't think because I don't get that I just I have no idea how a bunch of people who told me to be humble before the Lord you must be humble before him and admit your admit your sins 
Like, has Donald Trump ever admitted to, to sinning? No. I think I think there's some quote where he even says he's never asked God for forgiveness. That guy wow. got the religious right vote. Yeah, man. It's, the, you Whole know, other podcast this, there. This would and this would have been the one to do it in because it's it's this is the anniversary of the election, roughly. Oh, but more or less. We'll get yeah. to it. We'll do it. I say we I say we combine that with our history one. Let's let's do that next time. Fantastic. Something I know stuff about. And something I have no idea how it happened. <laughs> Which is all my end of the history thing. No idea how it happened. But that's why it'll be fun. Yay. Yay. You know, we could also talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 2 then. <gasps> Finally. Yeah. Sure. We should we'll talk really about talk it. about that right now. Oh, man. My clock counter says, ooh, there we go. Oh, man, we're out of time. We're actually not out of time, you liar. We aren't? No, but we do have to talk about the ACMs or CMAs. The CMAs? Yeah. What are those? Those country music awards that you watched. <laughs> All right, let's blitz through this. Oh, yeah, let's... we're going to. By ready? the way, you ready for? I assigned I assigned this one to Brian. Yeah. <laughs> when we divvied up, I was like, you got you to gotta cover this Here, because I know how thing. much you love it. Here's, here's the thing. Most of the country musicians I like are not at the CMAs. However, this year, I want to point out that I was actually pretty pumped about the CMAs. Because of Carrie Underwood? I actually don't really like Carrie Underwood. No, but I she's have been over that so once hot. or twice. If Carrie Underwood had a pocket pussy, I would burn it. Whoa, Just, what? Yeah, I would burn it. Yep. You would burn Carrie Underwood's pussy? That is, no, that's violent, I would Brian. A, that is very, I would burn, that is I would very, burn very disturbing. And violent. Are, are you trumping me right now? Because you literally, no. I would burn a plastic <laughs> effigy of her vagina. I would never in burn Carrie Underwood, other than the harsh burn of saying I would burn her plastic <laughs> pocket pussy. Oh, my God. This episode, this episode definitely needs to be called Pocket Pussy. <laughs> That's it. Just Pocket Pussy with, like, three exclamation points. Pocket Pussy! And we'll see how many people don't. All They're like, I skipped this one. Should be all caps. Like a Trump yeah, tweet. All caps. <laughs> Like Kanye West tweeted it or some shit. Yeah. Okay, let's get it. CMAs. Who do you think won Entertainer of the Year? Gary Underwood. Fuck no. Who, Garth who, Brooks, yo. Oh, Garth I actually, Brooks. I was going to have you tell me who the nominees were. Uh, oh, we'll do that from here on out. I the nominees weren't bad. I'm glad he won. He uh, should have. It, it was Keith, Mrs. Kidman, Mrs. Kidman Urban, uh, Luke Byrne, uh, Eric Church, who I actually like, yeah. and Chris Stapleton, whom I, I'm, I'm becoming more and more Stapleton's of good. I love that Church doesn't have a sound. He kind of just keeps like going around. Every uh, every do, song seems different. They're good, but yeah, no, he's solid. It's different too. It doesn't sound like everything else coming out of Nashville. No offense, Luke. Well, and it doesn't. Kind of, it I, doesn't sound like everything else coming out of Eric Church. That's what I'm saying. Is like every true. time he does a song, it's got a different sound. Yeah, like that uh, Florida Georgia Line. You know, they burned out because it's hard. It's it's really hard to tell two Florida Georgia Line songs apart. Yeah. Um, okay, that's we got we got to bust through this, man. Okay, bust so the nut. go single of the year. The nominees are Tin Man from Miranda, by Miranda Lambert, Better Man by Little Big Town, Blue Ain't Your Color by Keith Urban, Dirt on My Boots by John Party, Body Like a Back Road by Sam Hunt. Oh, it's either Sam Hunt or the uh, one before the boots one. Blue Keith, Keith Urban. You are right. Blue Ain't Your Color, yeah. Keith Urban. That one. I I I'm not a big Keith Urban fan. I don't hate the guy, but I just like. 
To me, he's not very country. Well, and he's least country. The The latest song that he had put out, it was, I think, with Carrie Underwood, actually. And it does not remotely sound country at all. Hey, here's an interesting thing. The other night, I was on cable, and they had Miranda Lambert on Austin City Limits, uh-huh. which is a great show. Um, she sounded like shit. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I just, like, she played, like, a whole bunch of stuff off her newest album, and I was like, none of this. And I don't dislike Miranda Lambert, like some of her stuff's good. Uh, it all sounded bad. We covered. Like, I don't one know of what her was going songs. on. And it was a good song. Yeah, but this one was not a good song. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, album of the year: "The Weight of These Wings" by Miranda. I can't do well on Austin City Limits. Lambert. <laughs> the Breaker by Little Big Town. From a Room, Volume One by Chris Stapleton. The Nashville Sound by Jason Isbell and the Four Hundred Unit. Fantastic fucking band. Fantastic artist, Jason Isbell, by the way. And Heartbreak by Lady Antebellum. It's either Heartbreak or um, what was the third one you said? Uh, Chris Stapleton from a room volume. Yeah, one. That it was Chris Stapleton. Nice. Yep, you're right. You, by the way, you're not getting any prizes for this. What? Good job, you won. Oh. Uh, you get a Mandy Moore pocket pussy. Yay! <laughs> Only partially burned. No, no, I wouldn't burn hers. Oh, okay. Miranda Lambert. Oh no, Carrie no, Underwood. Mar- Miranda well, Lambert Miranda's probably doesn't have now. a pocket you pussy. Leave Miranda alone. She probably doesn't have a pocket pussy. Mm-mm. Hey, speaking of pocket pussies, Taylor Swift's nominated for Song of the Year, Better Man. What? Tin Man. Oh, she, oh, she yeah. must have wrote it then. She did. She wrote okay, Better Man. I was like, that's Lady Antebellum. I thought it was Little Big Town. Or them. It's one of those. One I of those. All sounds the same. They they kind of do. I hate to say it. Yeah. Uh, Better Man by Taylor Swift. Tin Man. Wow. Apparently you just put man in the title you were in. Right. I noticed Tin that Man by Randall Lambert. Too. Oh yeah. Wow. Blue. Hard on my or dirt on my boots by uh, Red Atkins. Uh, Blue ain't your color. Um, by S- wow. Keith Urban didn't even write it. Holy shit. By some people that aren't Keith Urban. So far, none of the people. These are all the same that were in best song or whatever, and. None of them are the the writer is not Mar- the Miranda Lambert actually wrote Tin Man. Oh, okay. That's and the only one. and the last nominee is Body Like a Back Road, which Sam Hunt was one of the five people that wrote Jesus. that. Uh, Sorry, four, four people, four people. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna stick with the it's the same five songs. I'm gonna go with Blue again. It was Better Man. Taylor oh, Swift. All right. Taylor Swift won a CMA in the same year that she put out. A fucking techno record or whatever the shit she's about to drop on us. Yeah. The what? What's the name of that song? Look what, Look you, what made you made do. me do. Yeah. And then all the rest of them that sound like dubstep with Taylor Swift singing over the top of it. I, all I know is in like the new video, and she wearing like a nude bodysuit or something, and it was like all the uproar. Was there uproar about that? Because I watched that and I was like, eh, was Taylor Swift clearly liked Ghost in the Shell. None of the rest. Of us <laughs> she was a big fan. Um, female vocalist of the year, Miranda Carrie Lambert. Pocket Pussy, Carrie Pocket Pussy Underwood, and we'll just skip everyone else because it was Miranda Lambert. Boom! Yes. You know who it should have been? Reba McIntyre. Fuck her! I hate the sound of her voice. Okay, you don't like country then because Reba McIntyre is the queen of country. No. Yes. I'd be willing who to do, say who's the queen of country? Martina McBride or Dolly Parton over Reba? No. Okay, maybe Dolly. But, okay, Dolly and Reba deserve to be mentioned in the same sentence. Martina McBride, getting there, but not quite there. Reba McIntyre is, like, it. I don't know. It, you're, you're you were correct if you add a shh to the beginning of that. No. 
Uh, you know, the, you know, uh, Marin Morris actually. Oh, also I love her. I like her. Yeah, she's, she's good. a good I young. I think artist. she's more. She's more pop country. She's a little bit like what Taylor Swift used to be. But uh, you know, I'm not picky. I, I just like a good song, and she writes good songs, yep. or has a team of people that write good songs. <laughs> I don't know. The male vocalists of the year were Keith Urban, Dirks Burtley, my best friend. <laughs> We need to do an episode about Dirks Burnley. Of course we do. Like, I'm not even joking. I want to do an entire podcast where we do nothing but devote ourselves to the career of Dirks Burnley, right. which I know nothing. I will call him Dirks Burnley the entire time, and we will just talk about Dirks Burnley for an hour. That's fair. No one Perfect. will listen to that one. <laughs> no, everyone will listen <laughs> because, we get to, because, because we'll have facts, but we're making shit up half the time. That'd be amazing. Did you know that Dirks Burnley was born in Belgium? Uh, his father fought for Hitler during World War II. This <laughs> would be amazing. Uh, and and he can join the lawsuit for, of uh, with Josh, Josh Hartnett. Hartnett. And who else? The bear. There's somebody else. The bear is in there now. I hope you know. The bear is in yeah, the lawsuit the as well as Josh Hartnett? God damn it. Yeah. There was somebody else that we wildly. I think it was Leo. Was it Leo? No, I think it might have been Mark Wahlberg. Oh, yeah. It definitely <laughs> was Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Somewhere in there, Mark Wahlberg was like, I did not suck a dog's dick with a bong <laughs> hit. That didn't happen. <laughs> I don't care if it was a robot dog. Uh, oh, so, must be getting male close to the vocalist end of, this. of the year. Right. <laughs> Dirks Burtley, Keith Urban, Eric Church, Thomas Rhett, and Chris Stapleton. Uh, either Chris, but it should be Eric Church. It was Chris. All right. He had a big year. Vocal group of the year, uh, Zach Brown Band, Lady Antebellum, Little Big Town, Rascal Flats, Old Dominion, and generic vocal group of the year. Oh, FGL's in there? Th they're all in there. Wow. Uh, not Zach Brown, but uh, Little Big Town or Lady A. It was Little Big Town. All right. All right we're coming down to like, uh, I'm just going to rattle off a few until I hit one that actually sounds cool. Uh, Brothers Osborne won vocal duo of the year they're over decent, Maddie and Tay. They, they sound like Toby Keith. Really, I like like early Toby Keith or late Toby Keith. Like vocally, they sound like Toby Keith. Like, um, like, like mullet Toby Keith or Toby Keith after he found out that rhyming America with "suck my balls." But I'm I'm not saying their song long. style. I'm saying vocally, just the voice sounds like. Uh, after right. after we're done here, I'm gonna have you listen to um, "Stay a Little Longer" by them. And okay. I swear to God, for months I heard it on the radio. And I was like, oh, Toby Keith's got a good new song. Then I found out it was not Toby Keith. Okay, I got to say here. So Brothers Osborne look like they own a brewery in St. Louis, like a craft brewery. <laughs> I'm sure they're delightful musicians, but visually they look like hipsters. Okay. Uh, then there's Maddie and Tay were also nominated, who I fucking love them. Uh, and they, they look aren't they the, sort of Aren't country. they the hot chicks that were singing about how it's bad to be a hot chick? In a country song? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was them. Uh, there's some group called Low Cash, which is all in caps, yeah. like a Kanye West. And then they dress like a bunch of white guys from fucking rural Georgia who want to be Kanye West. <laughs> then there's Florida Georgia Line, who are metrosexuals, mm -hmm. and that's fine, but there are metrosexuals that play country. And then Dan plus Shay, yeah, Dan and Shay. which I'm assuming is some sort of gay group because those dudes hang out in West Hollywood. And there is no way you can convince me they don't. Okay. And good for them. I'm so glad that country has finally embraced an openly gay vocal duo. 
I will now be referring hey, to Dan plus Shay. Ever since as we a had beautiful love story. Ever since we had Cowboy Troy, the first rapping black cowboy, country music oh, yeah. has just knocked down those barriers, man. Sure. The musical event of the year turned out to be Funny How Time Slips Away with Glenn Campbell and Willie Nelson. That's just because he died. Yeah, probably, but, you know. I'm glad. Wait, Willie Nelson isn't dead, right? No, Glenn Campbell died. No, I knew Glenn Campbell died, but I was just worried there for a second, like, wait, did Willie Nelson die? I think Willie Nelson's got that Keith Richards thing going on. Like, I honestly think we're going to find that drugs are good. Like, drugs preserve life. That you could be right about that. Uh, the music video of the year went to Brothers Osborne for It Ain't My Fault. Oh, so that's a good song, too. Is. Must be a good music video. Uh, Better Man? I saw the music video for Better Man. That was not a good music video. <laughs> they were just basically like standing around at a park somewhere or on a that's farm. Lady and just a, like right? Or Little Big Town? Little Big Town. Yeah. Like There was some wind machines blowing at them, and they were like, somewhere in the middle of the night, Taylor Swift wrote this song. And we're... <laughs> It was really shit music video. Sorry, sorry, Becky Fluke and Reed Long, directors of Better Man, make better music videos. And last, but of course least, um, the New Artist of the Year award. Read them off. These are the nominees: Old Dominion, Brett Young, John Party, Luke Combs, and Lauren Elena. I'm surprised John Party is still. I thought he was around longer. Um, I'm gonna go. I know. With I thought he was around longer too. The Dominion one. Old Dominion. Uh, John Party won it. Oh. For, for the third year in a row, I'm guessing. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Party's been around for like three years yeah. at this point. Like, I remember it's hearing like his Tupac shit like a while Tupac being ago. up for Best New Artist. I didn't know Luke Combs. So Luke Combs, the last time I saw Luke Combs was on Vine, and he was like a really popular like guy who would just, like he just looked really fucking country. He's like from rural North Carolina or some shit. Or Kentucky. Does he look and like he's, he's country. Duck Dynasty? He does look a little bit like he would not be out of place on Duck Dynasty, but he's got a great fucking voice. And I this I literally didn't know he was this high profile. Last I saw he was like getting twenty thousand hits on Vine videos. So now apparently he's a thing. And I'm super fucking pumped for him. Yay, Luke Combs. I wish he'd won that, because he's got a great voice. Uh, he went Maybe to the ringer. Songs are bad now. It went to John Party for the third year now. <laughs> well, there it is, folks. There's our CMA wrap-up for the year. And uh, eh, the state of country music is still pretty shitty, but there's hope. Did you watch the show at all? Fuck no. Oh. I did watch, actually, my favorite. Um, and this is this is interesting. I want to know what your thoughts on this are. Y- do you know Herpes. who um, uh, Sturgill Simpson is? Yeah, we yeah uh, uh, King Shit on Turd Mountain. Yeah, fantastic fucking yeah. song. He had he he was nominated for a Grammy for album of the year this year. Nice. It it's kind of weird that he doesn't get nominated for a single CMA. Well, I thought that was kind of telling of the industry that he made this really cool, amazing concept country record and it didn't even get nominated at all in any category. Like to me I was a little bit like and and the reason it didn't get nominated is he He's been pretty openly open about how much he thinks country music sucks balls. <laughs> and I that'll probably get you uninvited, but at the same point, you get nominated for a Grammy, you kinda gotta admit, CMA, that maybe he's a good country musician at least. So Was he nominated for a Grammy in the country category? Yeah. Wow. He won the country category. Wow. For Grammy. He won that. He didn't win album of the year. Uh but he did win um, for uh, 
country album of the year for the Grammy. And then he didn't get nominated for any CMAs. Very, he's just, he did show up to it, by the way. I, I follow him on Facebook. He showed up outside and busked out in front of it until they kicked him out. <laughs> like he was out on the sidewalk and he was like, I'm on public property. You can't kick me off, you bastards. And they like, no, you got to leave. And so he was like, fine. He got closed his case and took off. But he was just down there with a the guitar. Wow. Anyway, I just. I love that so, guy. No, he's fantastic. Great musician. Great songwriter. I just think it's, there's a lot about country music that I, I feel reflects and I hate to keep coming back to this. It reflects what I don't like about our red states. There's a whole lot of talk about supporting the troops, but not a lot of people actually vote for anything that supports the troops or the veterans. There's a whole lot of talk about helping your neighbor and your friend, but God damn it, he ain't getting free health insurance off of me, that son of a bitch. Right. Like, like there's this weird, like, we take care of our own. Unless the government asks us to, in which case, fuck them. <laughs> I don't understand this weird, like, it's it's almost <laughs> like they pay lip service to a whole lot of patriotism and moral values, but they don't actually have them. And that's what bothers me a lot about certain parts of the red state. And that's what bothers me about country music. I feel like there's a lot of lip service paid by Luke Byrne and, and Dirks Burntley and Keith Urban. But... Dudes fly around the fucking country in a private jet. When was the last time they drove a pickup on a farm? You know, right. like actually leading up to the uh, to the cameras that just happened. Mm-hmm. ABC was running commercials like crazy. Uh, for, uh, for the life of me, I cannot think of her name. Um, she's one of the hosts on Good Morning America. The tall, thin uh, African American lady that I believe is a cancer survivor. Robin, maybe whatever. I think her name is Robin. I think so. Yeah. Like they had this whole special, like a 2020 type special, um, with her interviewing Luke Byrne, and <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, the thing I'm laughing about is really inappropriate, but it's just the way they did it. It seems so fake. So they show clips from these commercials. They show clips of them walking around his ranch. <laughs> He's wearing a they shirt similar to yours, actually, a blue and white right. plaid uh, sure. shirt. And just like, li- the, again, they aired this commercial so many times, I, I can recite what I was in the commercial. And she's like, uh, she's like, you know, but you didn't have it easy. A lot of people don't know the loss you've suffered. You suffered the loss of your brother and your sister and <laughs> sorry. It's bad that you're laughing about it's it. It's so the way bad it that I'm laughing. But they, it was one of those where it wasn't his immediate words next because it was a cut to, oh, to cut him to responding it? to something. And so she just talked about him losing his brother and his sister. <laughs> sorry, the fact that to me Luke Byrne is Kermit the Frog of country music. Um, it's accurate. They cut to him, and he just goes, it's so tough. <laughs> what? <laughs> God damn it. But that's, like, the thing. Like, <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is, country music started with, like, fucking Hank Williams, mm-hmm. who they wouldn't even let on the radio because he was so fucking bizarre and weird and out there, you know? Mm-hmm. And now it's become, like, this top 40... It's so tough and hard. 
I've never driven a baler in my life, nor would I even know where the ignition key is. But that's <laughs> just so hard. Like, like I genuinely, that sucks for Luke Bryan that his brother and sister died. That that must have been very tough and hard it was and so difficult. Tough. And but it doesn't exactly like. And again, I don't mean to to cast aspersions at Mr. Bryan's country music cred because I think that way lies a lot of flaws. But it, it's it's not that I care that Luke Bryan is a country musician. I care that he presents himself as this man of the people mm-hmm. who just, ah, oh, just down there like you good folks doing the, the whatever it is you do at county fairs. <laughs> God knows I haven't been one in 20 years. Like, just, like, he's not. They're not. And there's this whole other, like, uh, I, I just feel like that's like 90% of our country right now has like this weird obsession with the not truth. Fake news. Fake news. Of, what we were talking about earlier about how the fuck did the guy who grabs women by the pussy get elected by evangelicals? How the <laughs> fuck is a guy who dresses? How, how the fuck is a bunch of guys who dress like West Hollywood nightclub owners winning country music awards? I don't, I don't understand. I mean, it's a beautiful world to live in, I guess, but it just seems incongruous. You can't use a word like that while talking about red states. I'm sorry. <laughs> and on that note, we are out of time. As always, we want to thank you for listening. If you made it the whole way through, congratulations. You win nothing. What's Sorry. You won what Seth won for the CMAs. Woohoo! Aw. As always, I'm Seth. I'm Brian. And we'll catch you next time. Mandy Moore's Pocket Pussy. Don't let tell you no. Don't let talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let get you down. You just stand up tall Sometimes everybody Don't know anything at all This has been a Dry Run production